What's up, everybody? This is Chris, and I'm one of the hosts of Crucial Tunes. It's a podcast where me and my buddy Larry, we sit around and talk about music. Talk about music we like, music we don't like. Talk about new music, old music, mainstream, underground. Talk to some local bands. Do it all. So if you like music, why don't you tune on in? Crucial Tunes. Every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. The following the following Journey into Comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. We're gonna fuck the sodomites in the dick! What is up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Dick, and I'm here with Matt. Sadid. We're a day late on recording this and streaming this. Wired. Yeah. The vet, dude. I was I was totally so <laughs> Tyler tells me Monday. He gives me a whole he gives me time. You did too. He's like, I'm gonna be working out of town today. I'm like, all right, cool. Matt, Tyler's not gonna be here. I'm not gonna be there either. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So uh, I had the day off yesterday, so I was like, okay, m- after I had already tried to get people to get on the show, I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, maybe I can get some of the no- people that normally can't go onto the show because they have work in the night or something. Maybe yeah. So I, I was just texting people all day, seeing who could come. Nobody nobody could come. So then I was like, all right, I'm, bad, just, man. I'm just going to do a, I'm just going to do a solo cast. And then I never did that. I lost like all motivation for the night. Like I was just like, "Fuck this, fuck it all, not doing it tonight." I'll just, I'll just do, I'll just do a solo cast tomorrow. So today is tomorrow, and uh, fucking what? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. fuck with time like that. So today is tomorrow, and uh, here we are. And you, you could make it tonight, but I already made plans to work out uh, after Miranda got off work. And word, I've been, uh, I've been doing my best to you know stick with her, doing that shit with her. Uh, and sometimes that means I go twice a day. I think I've done that two or three times now in the last two weeks. Two Dude, or I've worked weeks. out like five times in two weeks. Nice. No. Kristen's <laughs> nah. been killing it. So we yeah, started good. the One Punch Man workout. I think I told you that. I don't think We're, so. Well, so like you just do like the 100 push-ups, sit-ups, squats, and then you run 10 kilometers. Obviously, yeah. we can't do that. Yeah. Starting off, that is. So you got to build up to it. So we're doing like 25 of each and everything. So it's real small. And then we're trying to eat a little bit better. And dude, holy shit, running is a struggle for me. Uh, Miranda says two times. Today was three, by the way. So no. Um, actually, no. Today was not three because I didn't go in the morning this morning. What a loser. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I worked my shoulders really good yesterday. That's what she said. And I went twice yesterday. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, um, but, yeah, I've been doing the One Punch Man thing with Kristen. Kristen, though, she's been killing it. She's been doing it, like, every day. She's had, like, two rest days. That's it. Yeah. But she's been doing it every day. Me, I'm, like, every other day. I'm She's like, been killing Miranda's been killing it, it, too. Like, she's been uh, – even if she can't make it to the gym, she comes down here. This, she comes down here and works out whatever she can. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't work out this morning. Yeah, I just said that, Miranda. Jeez. We're on a delay. Give her credit. <laughs> Shouldn't be that much of a delay. Damn. Isn't it like 15 seconds? That was way more than 15 seconds. Well, then oh, maybe well. it's 30. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, I, but uh, good for her. I would I would yeah. like to work out more. Like I like weightlifting, first off. Same. And I would like to do that, but I live so far away from a place with actual weights. That's reasonably priced, especially. Mm-hmm. That I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so far out of my way too, and maybe this fall that can change or something based off plans that I have, but who knows? But 
yeah, I figured I can't have an excuse. Like, I can always have the excuse of, oh, well, I couldn't make it to the gym today. I didn't have time. But, like, what excuse can I have for saying I couldn't do fucking 100 push-ups at my house during the day? I feel like you should have time to do that. It doesn't take that long. No, it doesn't. Especially if you... Like just do it in waves. Yeah. Like do like twenty five at a time. Yeah. Then you get then that's four sets. Yeah. So I mean that's nothing. I I I'm like that's a that's a workup plan at least I can start off with and then <clears> I can build from there. So hopefully then I'll get in shape. My goal weight is to get down to two hundred. I'm sitting currently about two twenty five. So I've lost about thirteen pounds. So I keep teetering between one eighty and one eighty four. <laughs> a four pound difference <laughs> yeah like no seriously every time i get on the scale it's between that it, it's either 180 184 or somewhere in between mm-hmm. uh i and, can't talk Kristen. <laughs> so yeah i but i i pretty much only do weight training and hardly any dieting mm-hmm. i haven't had pizza in two weeks dieting is stupid it is and i'm going to tell you why dieting is stupid because you have to uh, change a lifestyle habit yeah, for something to change in your body. And dieting is not a permanent change of your lifestyle. No. It is a short-term, basically, solution for a long-term problem. So a diet never works because it's not something that you can maintain for a life- lifestyle. That's why you need to basically just eat in moderation. Yep. We need to quit being so fucking fat. That's my. That's the number one thing I've seen. It's super hard to do. Trust me. I still eat the whole pizza every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it, anything's good in moderation. I mean, I mean, she's like, I haven't had pop. I've only had like two pops in the last couple of weeks, and I'm like, yeah, that's all right. That's okay. Because I mean, just one pop a week or one pop every couple of days isn't gonna hurt you. Hell, even like maybe a can of pop a day isn't even gonna hurt you. Yeah. I mean, just moderation. It's really that's really all it is. But the the thing is, like, we eat so much stuff that's so bad for us all the time. Because it's not high in nutrients, it's not filling. So we have to indulge in more. Yeah. So like, I love Cheez Its. Lag City, bro. What are you talking about, bro? What? Nate Phillips says Lag City, bro. I don't know. Maybe it, he's talking about the delay. It could be one of those famous, like, he says something's wrong, but there's nothing actually wrong. It's it's usually on his end. <laughs> We've had streams where it's like, hey, this is happening. Oh, wait. And then, like, 15 minutes later, he's like, never mind. It was my, it was, it was a problem on my end. Okay. I but hope. we'll look into it. I don't see anything. I, I don't I'm, see anything wrong on the playback. Nope, I'm not seeing anything wrong. Um, we're watching the screen right now. Uh, yeah, no, no lag there. That's nope. That's smooth as butter. That's, that's smooth as butter, Nate. That's Sorry, pal. Sorry, pal. Glad you're here though. Yeah, and man. glad you're here too, AJ. What's up, dude? Thanks for the share. We saw that. I saw that. Appreciate it. You're doing good things. You're doing good things for you're us. You're good people. You're you good are. people. You are. And we appreciate all of our fans. We appreciate all of our viewers. Everybody that comes here watches the show. Everybody that downloads the show on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, all that. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. And uh, if you ever see this stuff and you really want to support it, give it a share. Give it a like and give it a share. And check out the Patreon. And check out the Patreon, which is totally optional. You know, I think we only have one Patreon. <laughs> I don't know. I need to collect that money yeah, if, it's, if the money's been building up because he's been donating $4 a month since we got it. Yeah, dude. Um. Wow, AJ. He goes, "Fuck you, Blaine." JK, love you, heart. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, we were talking a little bit before the sports this started. Yeah, what's going on this week? We were talking about E3. Oh yeah. For those of you who don't know, E3 is probably the biggest gaming event of the year, and it's where a lot of new games or expected games get shown for the first time, or they get announced. Uh, there's a lot of excitement around that time because you might find out a series is coming that are continuing that you really love or yeah. an entirely new game that when you see the gameplay or see some footage, you're like, that looks incredible. Um, 
big stories from it this year have been like Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, which I've never. Well, which, that the. the that's from uh, product CD, Project CD Red, mm-hmm. which is Witcher. Yeah. Uh, which I love The Witcher 3. I never finished it, but I love that game. So that, that makes me excited for the game. I'm probably still not going to get this one. I, I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to look more into it and hear more about it. Um, also, uh, Bungie kind of released their first uh, major update that's coming to the Destiny franchise yeah. since they're split with Activision. Uh, so they had the annual pass and that came into play and then they split. So all that stuff had already been developed. Now mm-hmm. they're kind of working on fine tuning that, but their first expansion since they're split. So all that will be them is, uh, is happening in September. Not to mention free to play. Yeah. Well, so well, the base, the vanilla D2 yeah. vanilla, as well as the first two expansions. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so you'll get Curse of Osiris, which was shit. Don't play it. And then you'll have Warmind, which was fun, but very repetitive at some point. And you're just like, okay, I'm kind of over this. Um, Then, I guess, Forsaken and the annual pass go on a reduced price. Okay. And that was the expansions that came out starting this September. And then you'll get Shadowkeep, which is our next big expansion. Um, And (laughs) What's up? Nate says... Weird. Now it's working. I guess yeah. it was on his. End. I guess it was on your end, pal. It's like we called. Unless, it. unless I go back and watch it and see what's up, which I, I typically do. Yeah. But uh, and then he also says, also Matt looks like a diet Pepsi. Well, that is that a slimming joke? Because I appreciate it. <laughs> he he. That that used to be Pepsi's can, didn't it? Like it yeah. used to be white with red, white, and blue. Yeah, it's a retro can, dude. Yeah, I was gonna say it went to. I bought this shirt from H and M, so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was Pepsi. Thing. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, um, Shadowkeep is coming out in September. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Um, Chelsea says, "Note the Pepsi box right next to him." Oh shit. That's his. That's not mine. That's coincidence. Uh, that's mine. Um, what else? So we t- Cyberpunk, Destiny, um, you know, Pokemon Sword and Shield was announced oh, a few yeah. days before E3. I watched the gameplay for that. But then they had the gameplay. Wow, so that was, that's cool. Did you um, see the meme? I, no, you didn't see it. Well, let me. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna pop this up. And use some green screen technology. Oh, oh. look at this. Let's see what I can do. Let's see what I can do here. All right. My hand is fucking cold, dude. <laughs> Pull up. The YouTubes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that below everything? Okay. So, <laughs> so ah, get out of here, podcast if you logo. Oh, my God. Everything's just a mess. Everything's just going All right, here we go. We got it. It says, in the, in the new Pokemon Sword and Shield, a wild Machoke will chase you down in an open field and beat the shit out of you. Dude, when that <laughs> happened, when I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, shit, that dude can chase you? Yeah. That is gnarly. So that's super cool because, like, they always talk about the Pokemon interacting and everything like that with you. This is, like, the first time the Pokemon does actually interact with you. Yeah, it's so, really cool. Like, they... It, they did it in Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu with Pokemon in the Overworld. Now you have Overworld Pokemon and Wild Encounter Pokemon, which is super cool. And I don't know. I, as I was watching the gameplay, I was like, "Dude, this looks incredible!" Oh yeah, it's the it's the Pokemon game we've always wanted. Yeah, essentially, at least from what we're seeing. Yeah, and hopefully this does really well. Which it's Pokemon, so it's cool. Shared this too. one too. It says, Dynamax, use explosion. Everyone in the stadium fucking dies. <laughs> Adam Bomb. <laughs> uh, oh, this was a good one. <laughs> I like that one. I got ta- I've, been, I've been tagging this a couple times, but. Oh, my oh. gosh. Yeah, we got, we got memes galore. The only thing flatter than, earth, than the earth is an anti-vax child's ekg i saw that one on imger <laughs> nephew's shirt at family party i died but not literally because i'm vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> all right we've had a we've had enough and then what let's see that. so nintendo was yesterday i believe 
And they announced like the Breath of the Wild sequel and you know a couple like Luigi's Mansion 3, I think. Yeah. So they announced a couple titles. Um See, I wasn't expecting Breath of the Wild to get a sequel. Oh, I was. I was expecting like a new Zelda game, of course, but like uh maybe call it something different besides Breath of the Wild 2. Maybe Yeah. Call it like maybe that's just the name they have it for it right now. Yeah, okay. But yeah, makes sense. We don't know yet. Um Something else just recently got announced that it's getting a sequel. Oh, Overwatch 2. That was that's been recently kind of leaked even though we kind of knew it was happening. So that's been kind of in gaming news too. Yeah. I don't know if that was necessarily announced at E3. Blizzard kind of does their own thing at BlizzCon. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we'll talk more about WoW. Um which is what I'm excited for. Yeah, I don't really I I've only paid attention to select things that have come out. Mm. Uh if I tried I I did, I watched like a like a, a quick rundown of the Ubisoft. It was like a 13 minute video. Yeah. It was just game trailers and all, all I was looking for was Assassin's Creed cuz that's really the only Ubisoft game I play. Um didn't really see anything interesting from Ubisoft. No. Elise Tom can Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, where you get to play cartoon Sam Fisher. Yeah, I uh, what's what's the other one? To give the uh, we're, they, they we're playing Shane from. Oh yeah, Dead. Ghost Recon. Yeah, that looked cool. I forgot that that was uh, Ubi. Give me one second. I've got to text the wife about the doggy. Oh, but yeah, I uh, I saw it. So the that looked really cool. His uh, accents. Pretty thick, not yeah. like Walking Dead thick, but like <laughs> you can't protect him, Rick. <laughs> That's my favorite impression that you do. It's so fucking funny. Because <laughs> the way you say you, you Rick, didn't hear, you best. didn't hear Brandon do it. Rick can't protect him, Rick. <laughs> and then of course you switch it over to Daredevil with the Punisher. Can't save him, Matt. I, I still think Brandon Stone does the best impression of that, and that's that's really uh, a Kevin Smith impression. Yeah. So it's it's like I'm doing an impression that I heard from somebody doing an impression of somebody doing an impression. Have you heard? Uh, <laughs> have you seen the uh, Kevin Smith interview where he's talking about working with Warner Brothers on Superman back, like in the Nicolas Cage? I don't Superman? think so. No. So he's some random ass video on YouTube. It's like two parter. He's like at some. I don't. It's not a commencement, but he's like. He's definitely at, like, some, like, looks like a university. Yeah. Giving, like, an instructional lecture or something. And this might be, like, an opening monologue or, like, a closing story of his. But he's telling about when he's working on the Superman film that Tim Burton was going to direct, that was going to star Nick Cage and stuff. And, you know, he was talking to all the people about the Superman script they already had, said it was shit, and he just kept talking to higher, higher up people until finally they're like, all right, well make a Superman script. And he was like, holy shit. And they're like, all right, but you got to work with this guy in Warner Brothers. And the guy, he said, was just fucking crazy. Yeah. And like, the the thing that basically dropped him out of the film, uh, so, he kept wanting to, like, add all this random shit that didn't relate to the Superman universe. And he's, and, but he was so adamant about adding one particular thing, and it was a giant-ass spider. <laughs> and he, okay. And he was like, what the fuck, man? Like, why should I put a what's a giant spider going to do against Superman? And he's like, I don't know, man. Well, Kevin Smith ended up not doing the job because Tim Burton wanted to write his own script. Yeah. And then the movie fell through anyway. But uh, Kevin Smith was at this movie, at a movie premiere, um, and he was watching the, it was the next guy at Warner Brothers, that dude at Warner Brothers, it was his next movie out. And he was watching it, and he's like, dude, this movie is awful. And then a giant fucking spider came on the screen, and he's like, this movie's awesome. Guess what movie it was? What? Just take a, take a wild guess. You're not going to get it. A wild guess? Yeah. Wild Wild West? Fuck yeah, it was, dude. <laughs> and it was, That's dude. the only movie I can think of with a giant spider. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> but the, yeah, he was telling that story. That's a fun story. That's a good fun story to look up on YouTube about Kevin Smith. It's like a two-part like video. I like it. Each one's about ten minutes, nine, yeah. ten minutes. But, uh, oh, so, so good. Anyway, yeah, E3, though, uh... I'm probably most excited for uh, my games. I'm most excited for a WoW Classic coming in okay. out in August. Yeah. Um, 
MCC collection, Master Chief collection, Halo. Yeah, which and then games we've already played. I love Destiny. It's been really shitty since Destiny Two, but with Shadow Keep, it looks pretty sweet. And I think they're but what's I watched a vid doc they released for E three about the expansion, and they're adding so many more elements for the RPG side that I'm gonna dig that. But the thing that got my attention at E3 was Halo Infinite. Yes. And that the cinematic trailer they released there. And it, I feel like, confirms one of the things that I've thought about Master Chief for a long time. This dude is a fucking machine. He's not a man. I think it's a robot. Why do you think that? Okay, so it's all based off feeling. So... And then they'll kind of point to, like, weird-ass supporting evidence that doesn't really make sense. But, like, when he wakes up in this tra- in this trailer, he kind of looks around, and then he approaches a guy. The first thing he says is, status report. The way he fucking says that sounds almost like systems check, reboot, we're starting it up again. It made a very high emphasis point on when he put the chip back in, too, to say no AI. Yeah. Which we've known that for a while now since 4. Uh, Halo 4. Yeah. Cortana's been gone. Then we had the events of Halo 5, which I never played Halo 5. But I just know Cortana's still batshit crazy and supposedly the bad guy now. That's just what I heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, they made that a huge point of emphasis. And I know that's to say, oh, well, it's because Cortana's gone. But I think it's more of, like, a something's not right with Chief. I think it's a subtle hint with that. Like I said, it's the way he said the status like report and then the AI thing and then just how how he's always ready to go. Alright, Halo, Halo 2 to Halo 3. How do you first meet Master Chief in Halo 3? Uh, he's, he's frozen on the ground because... He fell from fucking space, yeah, man! Yeah, he fell from space. He fell from space, crashed into the planet... And then he gets up and he's like, hey, give me a gun. I'm good. What? What's the first thing they do in this trailer? (laughs) Yeah. He's floating in fucking space. (laughs) There's no air up there if he's a man. I don't care. Oxygen supplies run out on ships. It's going to fucking run out in a suit. So I'm just like, he survived too many things that should have that would have killed anybody else. We know for a fact that the Spartans are not immortal. No, they're not. Because of Halo Reach. All of them died. To be fair, they were also a different... They're, they're the next level, and they're also... Uh-huh. But then we also... They were what, Spartan 6s? Or 5s? Your, your Noble Team 6. Yeah, well, okay, but they were Spartan... So Chief is a Spartan 3. Yeah. Or is he Spartan... No, he's Spartan 3. So I, I think, think so. Noble was Spartan 5. I'm not too sure which ones, yeah. but I mean, we know that they're not immortal. They can be killed. Yeah. He survived so much stuff that would have killed anybody else. And then, uh, with like, why was like the emphasis was for Halo four story was the relationship between the Cortana and chief. And they kept emphasizing they were a perfect match because he was special. What makes him so special? What if he's the first fucking robot Spartan? What if he's RoboCop? Well, it's already been canonized that they, he was a child once, and they they did the cloning thing and left the clone with him. Totally. I mean, what if he's like a cyborg? I don't know. Maybe he's been augmented so many times that he is. Yeah. Maybe, so, he, maybe he's like Vader, and he's more machine than man now. So that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking Chief is not a fucking person. Maybe he's just a brain floating in that fucking... I don't even think he's that. I think he's a legit-ass robot. I don't know. I don't think so. I I know they keep doing, like, the face reels, but, like, I mean, this is a future-based world anyway. We could... What if, you know... And I know this isn't going to happen, but Bungie used to make the Halo franchise. Yeah. They're They're independent now. I believe 343 is owned by Microsoft. Yeah. What if Bungie partners back up with Microsoft and they combine those stories? The first Guardians were like the chief programs. 
and it's the start of like a golden age because they unlock a traveler or something. I don't know. What if they combine those stories? It would be awful. I'm not saying it wouldn't be, but we could. But that's what I'm excited for from E3. Other than that, Pokemon, that was the the other thing that I was Let's like, see. dude, yeah, ready for that. I, I need to watch. I need to finish that gameplay video, but because I didn't see that Machoke part. But uh, I saw the Machoke part. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like he, the Machoke looked right at him, went <laughs> like flexed at him, and the guy like fl- like was caught in him, and the Machoke's like, <laughs> I definitely like the whistling. Like yeah. you can draw, you can draw Pokemon out with through whistling. And all I that. think that's really cool. That yeah. so like as you progress through it you find stronger Pokemon level-wise even. So, like, they say you access that pretty early in the game. Yeah. But, yet, so, like, the trainer's uh, Pokemon were, like, level 10, 11, 12. And that Machoke, when he battled that Machoke, that fucker was level 26. <laughs> Damn. I was like, that is a Well, in the trailer, in the trailer, you see, like, a Tyranitar walking around. You yeah. see this walking around. Well, they it's say like, that whoa. changes. So, everything changes with the weather. And I would assume, yeah. more than likely, as you get higher, like, Closer to end game stuff, better Pokemon in that area are going to appear. I got there's there's got to be some kind of range of levels. Yeah, not to mention your location. Yeah, because I mean, like you can't be going to the fucking second gym, go through that area, and a level eighty five Tyranitar bumps into you accidentally yeah. and wipes your team. Yeah, and you're like fuck. I got to go all the way back now. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna continue down the experience share route that they've been going the last couple games. Where you turn experience share on, they just all get everyone gets experience. I don't know. I don't. I like. I like it, and I don't like it. I I love it for Let's Go. Yeah, I think it's really good for the Let's Go game. Oh, it was. It was in Pokemon X and Y. I know, and I'm. I'm trying to think. Was it in Sun and Moon? Also, I don't know. I didn't play. I want to say it wasn't. X and Y were the last ones I played. Yeah, X and Y had the experience here. Not that was counting. Oh, so broken. Not counting the remakes of Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, I I played that. But as far as I know, Sun and Moon or in Ultra Sun and Moon, I don't think they had it like that. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. I don't remember exactly. Let me say this. So you said X and Y were broken. Um, I think the those games were heavily more focused on the story than the actual like competition competitive side of things um and and so because you blaze through that shit your pokemon are going through levels like crazy and all of a sudden you're at like the seventh gym and it's like what how well i think there was a reason for that so i didn't keep in mind i didn't do the elite four and i didn't do the end game stuff x and y was i caught exernia i caught evital and i'm like yeah i'm gonna do one i'm gonna do one gym and i'm done with this game yeah i uh I think the reason why, because X and Y are Generation 6, Generation 5 was the most, like, in-depth story they've ever done. Oh, yeah. And it was geared more towards the adult, more audience. Dude, I and love And those were Black revered at the first, like, when they first came out, people didn't like those games. They thought I they were shit. Black and White. Like, everybody thought they were shit. Now, they've got a pretty good following. But I think at the time that scared Pokemon, so X and Y went to a very kid-friendly yeah. game with a pretty simple-to-follow story. Yeah. And, I mean, the, it's got many layers, so you can peel back and theorize and whatever you want to do. It's a super fun activity that I like to do. Mm-hmm. But I think the XP share was all about trying to make it easier for kids to play so that okay. they'd want to play more. Yeah. And then get their friends to play it, too, Could with you- them. I fucking love black and white. Like I even love like the new Pokemon. And I've been like one of those that I've been one of those people that's like, okay, we can stop making new Pokemon and just focus on the thousand that we have, mm-hmm. which we're going to get new Pokemon every generation. It's I just like going to happen. I like the idea of new Pokemon, but I don't think it needs to be as much. Oh so, no. Like, add like another 50 plus some legendaries. I don't even think that. I think you can literally add. So I think for one legendaries should be maxed out at three. Three per game. Three legendaries yeah, they, and maybe one mythical Pokemon. Yeah, they've been getting pretty hard. Like they've been going pretty hard on like just pumping. Generation out. Generation four has like almost oh twenty. God, I know. Like combined mythical and legendary Pokemon, and you're like, really? the, what's so special about? Them? Yeah, because they they brought. Oh my god, yeah. But like, they need to reel back the number of legendaries because I mean, 
the first time you see Mewtwo and Cerulean Cave in blue version was so cool. Yeah. And then, you know, that continued through Emerald version. You know, you see Rayquaza in Sky Tower, like, fuck yeah. And Groudon and Kyogre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just like Rayquaza. He's my favorite of the three. Oh, same. He's um, my favorite Pokemon overall. And then you get Generation 4, and you're like, Heatran. Here's fucking Arceus. Here's Dialga. Here's Palkia. Here's Giratina. Oh, here's Shaman. Here's a uh, fucking... There's all those little... The Sprite Manaphy. Pokemon. Here's Yuxi. Here's yeah. whatever. The fucking Mew clones. Yes. And it's like... We're we're not done naming them? Oh, Genesect <laughs> 2? What? Oh, that was that was black and white. Was that black and white? That was black and white. Okay. Black and white 2, actually. But then, like, Generation 5, you get what? The, like... Or no, that's Generation 6. But I don't remember the... Legendaries for Gen 5 other than the three dragons. Were there any uh, other ones? No, because there was the... Victini. There's Victini, but there was also the, the roaming ones. The Lander, Thunderous, Thunderous, Landorus, and, and Tornadus. Yeah. Tornadus. Tornadus. <laughs> yeah. That but like, sucked. So Not I as think cool they need to only give us like three legendaries with maybe one mythical. Like give us a legendary trio. They kind of work together in tandem. And then, like, maybe some demigod Pokemon that they kind of, like, oversee. And yeah. then, like, the one mythical Pokemon in the re- in that region. And then give us, like, a couple new ones. But then just start giving us variants. Like, regional variants of Pokemon we got. Like, we got yeah, that like Aloha, Alola. The Alolan region. shit was really cool. Yeah. And, like, it makes a lot of sense based off the world we live in. Like, I know there's millions of species of ants and or insects. I should say insects, but, like, and there's multiple species of, like, each insect. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Pokemon world kind of needs to be simple for kids. And so, like, start giving us these regional variants in all these different regions. And, you know, work on it from there. I mean, you can still add stuff, but I don't think we need 100 Pokemon each game. No. Like like you said, 50, 25, somewhere that ballpark I think would be more than I acceptable. Think, I, I, I think you're on to something. I think they need to start doing regional variants of Pokemon. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, we don't need more Pokemon. We need more Pokemon games. We don't need more Pokemon. I think also we need a we need more Pokemon games that are I dude I would kill for an MMO Pokemon MMO yeah like be so cool you're walking around like in a you're walking around Celadon City and you're seeing other trainers there too and like you could go challenge the gym and whenever you wanted kind of like WoW when you go into yeah. a dungeon you access that but like dude like. It would be amazing. <laughs> I need that game. I've been uh, I've been waiting for a game like Pokemon Coliseum to come out again. I know that game was fun. I, was, I mean, and now we basically have it. Yeah. Like I, I was about I was about to. Sp- we have a legit Pokemon Coliseum. Now. Yeah, I was about to say like I need we need like a full console game like we used to have like with Pokemon Stadium or Pokemon Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Um, and we never got it except for Pokemon Coliseum and um. Now, like the Switch, despite being mobile, it is a full console. So we have it. The Switch is a very interesting uh, piece of equipment, especially with how successful it's been. So a lot of gaming industries, from what we hear, home consoles are going to start being portable. Yeah. However, also heard that the new Xbox is going to be so freaking ridiculous that it's like a, for one, it's going to start off at like a thousand dollars. From what I've heard, it's it's got all the same specs as the PS Five. <laughs> Like, the amount of computing power the processors and stuff have, though, like, it's a it's a thousand dollar computer essentially. Yeah. And it's like, just get the computer, then people. It's way more easier, way more easy to upgrade. Yeah. And, like, I mean, you're upgrading a console every seven years anyway. But you upgrade by literally throwing it out and then getting a, the brand new one. Yeah. Whereas the PC, you can just keep interchanging parts. Mm-hmm. And then maybe eventually you'll have to get a, a new tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think this tower is going to last me for a while. This is a good tower. I would assume it would. It looks like it's pretty pretty hefty. It's 
pretty hefty, pretty sturdy. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a nice and tower. tall. Yeah, nice and tall. It's a big ass tower. <laughs> That's a good ass tower there. That's a yeah. nice tower. Um, some of the games. So you've already named pretty much all the games that I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, Halo Infinite, Pokemon Sword and Shield, um, Avengers. Avengers looks pretty sweet. Now, see, I've seen the gameplay, and I didn't think it looked all that crisp. And then I haven't I've seen, seen some reviews from people that played it, and they're like, it is awful. Really? Yeah. Like, these are people that... So, there's a YouTuber. His name is SkillUp. He's super good, and he's got a second channel. And he does a lot of reviews, like in-depth reviews um, of games. And he he was not very... He did not speak highly of this one. Um He's the reason why I did not get Fallout 76. <laughs> ah. Um, he's the reason why I play pretty much most, a majority of the games I do play. See, now Fallout 76 has NPCs and quest lines and branch dialogue. They're adding all that in finally, and it's actually a playable game now. Here's uh, the thing. Do people care, though? They might People now. are tired of getting games that are not done. Yeah. Like... Well, I don't think they were ever going to add that, and they're they're like Anthem. Right. Anthem pretty much showed that I think this is like this is the thing that is not going to work anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, I'm very weary about getting the new Destiny. You know, mm-hmm. I was, we were talking earlier about like how I'm pr- I've been a Destiny fan, and I'm saying I am very weary about getting the new Destiny expansion for the simple fact of, I mean. Every other Destiny expansion I've got has not been worth the money I spent. Like, I play the mediocre story every time, and I'm just like, oh, wow. So you guys said you were adding elements to story. We have so much lore in the Destiny world. We don't explore. I feel like we have so many, like, half-assed stories with no conclusion. Mm -hmm. And the only one that really had a conclusion was the Taken King expansion. But that changed the entire Destiny landscape. Like, everything was different after that. So, it basically was a new game. But I'm very wary about the Shadowkeep one. Because, for A, it's a Rise of Iron expansion. It's their year three expansion, which was Destiny 1's Rise of Iron. Rise of Iron was good, but was not taking King good. Yeah. They're also in development of Destiny 3 right now. What's their main focus? Keep fixing Destiny 2 or... or Pump out this game, especially now that they're on their own. I'd assume that their their main focus is developing of guess of Destiny three. Yeah, and I don't blame them for that. So I'm weary about it. I have hope that it'll be pretty good, and a lot of people that have played it that I watch in the YouTube community who I trust about their opinions, they say it is very good. Um, so we'll see. But I think that trend is going down. That's good. Very, very soon. EA <clears throat> has kind of pushed that envelope too far, and now you're seeing a lot of uh, resistance to that. Good. Yeah, exactly. Good. So uh, the the yeah. next game I'm really excited for Star Wars, Fallen Jedi or Fallen Jedi Order? Fallen Order. Watch. I watched the gameplay for that. I did. I did a little hangout stream Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think I, I went for like an hour or so, and I just I just watched a lot of gameplay videos, uh, uh, just E three coverage. Uh, and I, that's I, the one I, I haven't seen. Oh, of that yet. I need to. It's good. Um, it, it it's kind of like a mix between Force Unleashed and Dark Souls, and Uncharted. From like what I saw on Twitch, a lot of people were like, uh. And I'm like, okay, there hasn't really been a Star Wars game out that I've ever really loved, except for the Battlefront on PS2. Yeah. Um, See, this one looks really good. It's all, all single player. Takes place uh, shortly after Order 66. Yeah. Um, it's got it's got Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> right on. <laughs> and they, they've de-aged him, and he can actually move, unlike in uh, Rogue One. Like in everything, yeah. That he's in um, but I, I, I noticed so something really interesting about, uh, and I, I, I definitely talked about this in the hangout stream. But uh, for those on the actual podcast, I want to dive into it shortly. Um, so 
I noticed in the cut in the cutscenes, you can see like a scar right here on the the character's neck, mm-hmm. uh, like right below the ear, and uh, it makes me wonder. So the he was a Padawan, and his master got killed in Order sixty six. So I wonder if so. Okay, so diving into the lore of like the Jedi, uh, when a Padawan becomes a knight. They ceremoniously uh, cut off the pad- the braid with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. The ma- I, I don't know if their their master does or someone specific does. I don't know, but uh, I wonder if he had to cut that off in order to you know remain anonymous. Yeah. Uh, to, so no one would know he's a Jedi. And I, and I feel like if he did it, uh, I mean you obviously could just clip it off or you know take some scissors or, or not scissors but a sword or something knife. Um, but I wonder if he still wanted to keep like that tradition, so he cut it off with a lightsaber. He did it ceremoniously. I, I, so uh, I, I just be, thought that'd be super cool. Yeah, I mean that that's so cool that they included that little detail of that yeah. scar. Um, it it just blew my mind <laughs> seeing that because uh, that's a level of detail uh, that you get from the narrative. Well, I think with like a lot of games, like so EA. We always talk bad about EA when we do talk about games, and we should. <laughs> yeah. But EA says single-player games are dead. But yet, God of War, just one game of the year. Yes. And that's a single-player game. And Red Dead Redemption 2 was was pretty damn close. Yeah. And although it has Sorry, a multiplayer, EA. which the multiplayer is not good from what everybody told me, or wasn't yeah. good. But it, it's, it's probably just like... GTA Online, it starts yeah. out terrible, but just gets better but, as they progress. Yeah. Um, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn was another oh game that God. was very successful, that single was, player. That was a game of the year. I mean, what, Legend of Zelda is a single player? Yeah. Game of the year, the year game before. The year. Um, God of War, so, I mean, for you to say single player get dead, and then for the past two years, the trend for best games are the single-player games. And I think even before that, you can look back to, like, um, The Last of Us, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Like, the way to captivate an audience is to turn your your platform into a story. Yeah. And games need to acknowledge that, and they need to give us a good story. That's why Anthem was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I have not played it since my initial play. Had had they given us a bio like a like a story that was worth a fucking damn, I guarantee you people would be like, Yeah, I can forgive all the bullshit. Yeah. I I again I haven't played it since my first night playing it. I mean I played the little beta demo, but that was that sucked. Yeah. Uh, and then I so I, I liked what I played, but at the same time I was like, there's a lot I that could keep me from playing this. I ha- I can only fly around like Iron Man for a little bit, <laughs> and then yeah. the game. I'm so I play PC, play mouse and keyboard. Yeah, the game was designed with a controller in mind. Once I plugged a controller in, I, the game was so much easier and smoother. And I was like, all right, that's bullshit. Yeah, I like to be able to use my buttons. So that's just a minor pick, though, of that awful, <laughs> awful game. Um, I'm, I'm, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm glad I got it for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I think that's a, a thing that's going to change. People are expecting games to have narratives now. Um, they need to. I mean, unless, it's, one unless, you're, unless you're doing a fucking strictly multiplayer battle royale or yeah. deathmatch-type game, there needs to be some sort of narrative. Yeah, and, I mean, the only objection i can see to that rule has been overwatch yeah because overwatch is an objective based game Mm -hmm. objective based multiplayer game that is so it's like basically the call of duty game modes some of them that is are halo game modes with no story um they recently it's been recently leaked that overwatch 2 is going to be announced i believe at BlizzCon this year because developers have been cut back from StarCraft 2 yeah to focus on Diablo and Overwatch 2 um so and 
from the rumors I've heard, Overwatch 2 is going to be strictly PvE-based. So, more than likely what to do is they'll combine Overwatch 1, the multiplayer, and then, like, hopefully that'll go, like, free-to-play. And then they'll combine the PvE aspect kind of, like, as a major expansion, major update. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they'll sell it for a full-price game, but who knows? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I've... That's really all the gaming news that I have. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the new Monster Hunter expansion, but, like, that was announced way a, a while ago. Yeah. Haven't really... Pokemon looks like freaking Monster Hunter Pokemon version now. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it really does, dude. Like, as you're running around, you have free roam of that camera, first off. Yeah. That's super cool. That's something that's never happened in a Pokemon game. That's going to be nice. I'm pretty sure it's never happened in a Pokemon game. No. I think you've always been... It's always been fixed camera. Yeah. So you can rotate the camera in that area. You have a Breath of the Wild Pokemon. <laughs> so. Yeah. That'll be I like su- it. That'll be super cool. And I mean, the only thing that would make this game perfect is if you literally could access other regions <laughs> after you mm. beat this region. Yeah. That was that was one of the coolest fucking things about Gold and Silver. Yeah. Was you could go back to the original game. Well, I think the reason why that makes sense for those two though Cause the is because they're direct sequels. Well, yeah, they're direct sequels. Um Yeah, they're direct so I, I Wow, I froze there for a second. <laughs> Cannot compute. Um, they are direct sequels, but so the original games were only 11 megabytes a piece. Yeah. And Gold and Silver was, I think, in total with the Kanto region, like 32 megabytes. Yeah. So they just they just threw it in there because they had I, a, they had the space. Yeah. But yeah, Pokemon was supposed to end after Gold and Silver. Wow. So. I mean, it kind of made sense. And yeah, because there was quite a time between Gold and Silver and, well, Gold, Silver, Crystal, and Ruby and Sapphire. So, Ruby and Sapphire it was came like out 1998 is when Red, Blue, and Green, I think, came out here in the U.S. 97. Was it 97? 97, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah. But then, like, 2000 is when we got Gold and Silver, so three years later. Yeah, and I think 2001 is when we got Crystal. Yeah, and then we got uh, 2003 is when that's kind of when they started their cycle. Because 2003, 2004, I believe the R and D department's on it. Yeah, I think it's 2003 is when like Ruby and em- or Ruby and Sapphire came out, and then you another year Emerald. Because normally the life cycle of Pokemon is you have your base games, then you have a year where they come out with the sequel game or games, and then they have a year off, and then they have their next generation. All right, so in order, and this isn't just, like, main title games. Okay. I'm going to skip a few, but uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, 96. Pokemon Stadium, 98. Pokemon Yellow, 98. Uh, Pokemon Snap, 99. Gold and Silver, 99. Stadium 2, 2000. Pokemon Crystal, 2000. Ruby and Sapphire, 2002. Oh. Pokemon Box, 2003. So I'm a year off, though, of, like, all uh, Yeah, these. same. Uh, Coliseum was 2003. Emerald, Fire Red and Leaf Green were 2004. Emerald was 2004. So there's a two-year gap between Emerald and Ruby and Sapphire. Mm-hmm. Gnarly. Uh, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, 2005. Diamond and Pearl came out in 2006. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot earlier than I thought. No, sounds about right to Platinum me. Platinum was 2008. So that's a good two-year gap. Yeah. Heart Gold and Silver was 2009. No, no. Yeah, well, that came out in 2010. No, it late, came out late March 2009. March 2010. I went out. I went with Scott and uh, Corey opening night to Walmart because they always release Pokemon games in like November. Yeah, because me and it was when me and Scott were at Ivy <clears throat> Tech together because I was staying at his place a lot. Unless this is all <laughs> the um, Japanese release dates. <laughs> Let's see here. Either way, Pokemon kind of goes through a cycle. And, I mean, but I think this would be so cool. North American release, March 14th, 2010. Huh. So, yeah, all of those dates that I was reading are, are Japanese. 
Uh, continuing down. So, Black and White, 2010. What? <laughs> Isn't it like uh, November 17th, I think, is when Pokemon Shore and Shield's coming out? Yes. Which one are you getting? I don't know. I'm I'm basically waiting to see what you guys get. I'm leaning towards Shield. I don't like the sword and the mouth legendary. Yeah. I think he kind of looks I, stupid. I pretty much have to I have to decide based off of the exclusive Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for what the third legendary is. Obviously, the one that's kind of in the sky. Gun. <laughs> I saw that meme. That was hilarious. <laughs> Pokemon uh, spaghetti and meatball. <laughs> I think it's a raven. Ooh. But the thing is, they already have a Pokemon that looks like a raven. Yeah, Corviknight. Yeah. So, because, I mean, so Pokemon has been based a lot in Norse mythology and alchemy lately. So, like, you have, the legendaries really didn't start really any kind of meaning until probably Generation 3. Yeah. Right? When they actually, well, no, too, because... You had, the, you had the story between Ho-Oh and the legendary dogs. But that was all fan theory. That wasn't ever actually confirmed no, it was. by Pokemon until later. It actually wasn't. That story was in Crystal version. Was it in Crystal? Well, no, it was even in Gold and Silver. They're like, yeah, the three, there, there, a Pokemon came to this tower, and that had there were three, there were three Pokemon that, that died and when the tower burned. Well, I knew that, and I know <laughs> that's the story of Gold and Silver with Ho-Oh, but what's the significance of Lugia? Yeah, I don't know. They don't ever explain it. No, they, um, they just they just the the there's I don't think there's ever any significance. They just talk about like. I always wonder why Lugia is so, so much more popular than Ho. I love Ho. Yeah. Um, no, the only thing they talk about Lugia is like, yeah, there was a really wild storm one night, and I saw it. Like, did Lugia <laughs> create the storm that burned the tower down so it flew away? I don't think so. Because that's the story of like Ho and Lugia. One sat on each tower. Mm-hmm. The one that had Lugia burned down. See, I don't know. I don't think it... Lugia's... I, I don't know. I don't know the canon behind that. But, like, so the trios really didn't seem to kind of matter as far as, like, the overall story or plot, though. No. Until Generation 3, I think. And then Pokemon Generation 4, they just took it to a whole other level, bringing in all the Christianity... Like, mm-hmm. symbolism. And then we had Generation 5's Legendaries, Generation 6's, etc., etc. But lately, they've been a lot of Pokemon based in alchemy and Norse mythology. And uh, so, it's like, Zygarde is the, you know, Earth Serpent, whatever, World Serpent. Uh, Xerneas is the Tree of Life. Yeah. Uh, Yvettel is... Something else regarding, <laughs> I don't know, Solgaleo and Lunana or whatever it is from Sun and Moon are alchemy-based. And then the Sword and Shield ones, I can't ever fucking remember their name. They're weird yeah, as shit. Yeah, I don't know either. Zacian and Zamasu or something like that. Zamasu? <laughs> something. And, uh, like, those are based on, uh, based off wolves that Odin kept. Yeah. One sat next to a shield, one sat next to a sword. But Odin also had two ravens. Yep. So that would make sense for the third legendary to be a raven. That's all seen. Because the, the shield represents the immovable object. And then the sword is the unstoppable force. And then you would have maybe like the all seen. How do you attack something that's all seen? I don't know. And then... I like where you're going with it. Like, I don't know. I saw it on a YouTube video. <laughs> I like it. But who knows what he'll have. Pokemon will have some cool legendary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I'm excited to see more of the region. Get more of, like, what Pokemon are at the region. Um, I don't want to get too sucked into the Wildlands. Because my one thing, my first playthrough on each, like, generation, I like to try to use Pokemon that I've never used before. That are specific to that region. Yeah. Like, as much as I love, like, Dragonite and Arcanine, like, I can't have them for every game. What's the point? You can just trade mm. them over from the previous game. Possibly new moves. That's super cool. 
<laughs> but like, I would like to have like a different challenge during, yeah, I get during it, the yeah. initial play. Well, I mean, I feel like most games, most of the new games, uh, they they try to not give you anything familiar for a, at least a little while. Yeah. X and Y, I felt like had a problem with that. Yeah. Because they, they, they like, give you a starter, and then they give you a second starter. Well, I think even in the second route, you can find a Pikachu immediately. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's not even a rare encounter. Like, this is a pretty common encounter. So, and then they keep giving Eevee evolutions and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited about Sword and Shield. That's probably my number one excitement thing. Uh, Star Wars is mine. Wow. Like I said, I'm ready for Wow Classic. I'm ready to grind. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. And then MCC, Halo Infinite. I'm I'm ready. I hope it is Infinite coming to PC? I think it is. I think I think all Xbox games. Yeah, that's are what I thought from the future now, but I'm excited for excited for Infinite. I'm ready to see where that story progresses. And uh I don't know. We're not going to see his face, but maybe he's a fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a short episode, but I'm yes. ready to I'm ready to cut it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I got great. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go get me some Taco Bell. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for those who tuned in and watched. Uh again, give us a share, give us a like whenever you see our content. Uh it helps us out a lot. Uh, give the Journey into Comics Network a subscribe, and if you're over, if you're listening to this on Journey into Comics, uh, give us a subscribe because we need all the followers we can get to grow this podcast to get you guys listening to what we have to say, which is usually pretty funny. I, I think we, we're pretty funny guys. You know, I try my best. <laughs> we do our best. You know, not not only not only do I think we're funny, I think. A lot of the times we have some pretty insightful things on either uh, current events topics or life in general. Uh, I really like uh, when we get into those deep discussions like with Tyler here. I'm a great philosopher. Yeah, uh, philosophy, ethics, all that shit. Um, and social – social um, – Justices. I don't think that's the <laughs> Social word. topics. Yeah. Uh, social topics. I, I think we do a really good job of covering those and you know discussing them in a – uh, try to talk about a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, and I think we discuss them in a well-mannered way, um, and that a lot of people don't see. Like, I think our views are are pretty much our own, and uh, not very not very common views because people don't look that deep. And I feel like we we do a good job of going deep. I wouldn't say that we go deeper than what people do, but I think we go deeper than what people discuss. Yeah, and we do it in more of a objective manner than the subjective views that you receive on like the yeah, news. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, and when we when we argue, like say we have a disagreement, we don't we argue peacefully. We have an honest debate. Yeah. Whereas I don't try to Alex Jones people, and neither does no. Tyler. He does like to yell. He does like to yell, and that's just because that's that's just who he is. He's a very boisterous person. But yeah. Um, we already did our shameless plugs earlier yeah. in the show too. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh those on the Journey into Comics Network listening, uh keep no. keep an eye out for us. We might be changing things up for specifically you guys. Uh I've yet to discuss it with anybody, but I, I got some ideas that you know could possibly bring some of you over here. Right on. <laughs> uh so with that being said. Thank you for listening, and please, that is all, that is all, all, please make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys.